Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. You know what I did other than coloring my hair? What? Purple. Um, I love, I, it. Uh, love it. I, I cut my hair. Did, did you cut <laughs> your hair by yourself? I did. All by so myself. Wait, wait. I have a I, memory of this once when I was younger as well, uh-huh. of you cutting your hair. Not like drastically, but like just trimming it, like hanging out. If you were sitting there, we you we might have been drinking and you were just trimming your hair. So, <laughs> so it's not a yeah, 100% like getting rid of a, unheard of. Split ends, yeah. Yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. The split ends yeah. thing is one thing, but I took yes. like two inches off. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did it turn out? It's cute. It's cute. It's just, above, it's just above my shoulders, and I nice. used a, like a YouTube tutorial that showed wait. me how to do it. And wait, was I it did the, it. Was it a YouTube tutorial for a shag haircut with wavy hair? No. Oh darn! Because my friend actually just put a tutorial out for that recently, <laughs> and I just—it no. would have blown my mind if that was the same one. <laughs> yeah, right. Small world. The nice. internet. The small world. Awesome. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I have needed a fucking haircut for, I'm at least three months overdue at this point in time, and I kept being like, I'm going to do what now? And then I would have to put it off for some reason, and now they're all shut down, and I'm like, I just need a haircut so bad. That's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did, because I was like, week after week, excuse me, week (laughs) after week, I'm like, I'll make it in, I'll make it in. I never made it in. I'm just like, I'm desperate. My hair is just terrible. I need like two inches off of this thing. Yeah, I guess, I guess right now is probably a safe time to try something like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and what, two weeks or a month when we finally get out of here? You just um, go straight to the salon. It'll be fixable. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it was a terrible job, except for maybe. Right, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm honestly in a washing my hair maybe once a week yeah. thing right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where I'm just like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, I literally cannot remember the last time I washed my hair. So maybe today. Normal is like every three or four days, but now I'm just like, I don't fucking know the last day I washed my hair. I think it was I think it was last Saturday because I remember Chase saying, your hair looks pretty today. And I was like, oh, thanks. It's because I washed it. <laughs> Uh, yeah i'm gonna need another drink before we start i know i know i'm gonna try to suck this one down fast and then get another and then we can start okay (sighs) what have you been doing to keep yourself entertained i failed this week really yeah yeah because I should have been, I, I, yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It is. It it's is. a struggle. I tried, I worked out one day this week. Good for you. I've not worked out in the last yeah. month and a half. It wasn't a lot of working out. It was just like <laughs> a lot of, uh, what are they? I don't even, I don't even remember what they're called. They were, uh, I don't know. I, I, I did something. No, no, not even that intense. <laughs> Um, where you pretend to sit down, but you don't actually sit down. Squats. 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 Where <laughs> <laughs> you pretend to sit down, but you don't actually sit down. <laughs> Those things. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Genius. Beautiful. Yeah, Love it. Yeah. 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 What are you drinking, by the way? Um... It's not very good. I messed up today. It's just vodka and um, and soda, but I used my favorite new soda, um, the orange cream soda by Polar. Not sponsored by Polar, by the way, but <laughs> super good. <laughs> and um, and then I poured some of this like. Like, remember when you came and visited me and we got that um, sangria, that bottled sangria mix? Yeah, uh-huh. So there's a little bit of that in there, but it sounds like that would be delicious together, and it is not. 
It's uh, okay. Uh, it's just very sweet. What yeah. are you drinking today? A Jack and Coke. I'm going. Her? I'm going old time here. I'm going classic, standard, classic. Yeah, perfect. A Jack and Coke in my pretty little glass. Um, I have a weird question to ask you. Okay. Are you wearing overalls? I'm not wearing overalls. Was I supposed to wear overalls? No. Nope. Um. Okay. I Are heard you wearing you, overalls? Like, no, but I heard you this heard like, as you walked back. Yes. The buckle. Yeah. No, I'm wearing. <laughs> I am wearing a belt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, it's a really it. good microphone. <laughs> I heard it, and I was like, "Did she just not do her pants up until she came back to the room?" Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's it's a wild west out here. <laughs> I am wearing a shirt, just so you know. <laughs> pants and a shirt. <laughs> nice nice same this is the first time i've worn a real bra in like three weeks wow yeah i feel better about that (laughs) (laughs) i went i went out in public today so i put on a real bra are you also like is your face against your microphone because i can hear you breathing (laughs) okay maybe i should pull it back a little okay (laughs) Maybe I'm just breathing very heavily. That's all. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Lifting the glass is really, it's a, it's really strenuous. So. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Cool. We should probably introduce ourselves since we've been talking for a while without people knowing who we yep. are. So you go first. All right. I am Jennifer. And, uh, what, wait, 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 let's stop for a second. What am I doing again? <laughs> You're introducing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing again? Okay, this is me. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm Jennifer. Um, I, this is inebriated input, and I am Jennifer here in Michigan, waiting to be able to go outside of the world again and doing a podcast while being drunk while giving advice it's very exciting how about you hi i'm kim (laughs) and um i am in colorado and i'm doing a podcast podcast called inebriated input and i'm getting drunk and giving advice no i'm sorry i just i had to (laughs) um Yes. So, anyway, uh, I'm Kim. That's Jennifer. This is our podcast. Our blah, podcast. Blah 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 blah, blah 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 blah. This should hopefully be the second episode. Second, second, <laughs> two, two, two. <laughs> okay. Here's a question. Yes. Why are we uh, doing this? Reading? Oh no. I, oh, okay. We have to do the, more I'm of gonna... the intro. Because. I like being nosy and getting into people's lives and giving them unsolicited advice. But if you write in, it's not really unsolicited, is it? To be fair, nobody has written in yet. We have called these questions from various sources and edited them to remove all identifying features. Yes, you okay. will not be why? able to tell who wrote it. I Hopefully. Hopefully and not. why are we doing this drunk Oh, because everything's more fun when you're drunk. Yeah, at least we don't care how silly we sound when we're drunk. I mean, I'm the one that has to edit this, and I get I to know. listen to myself as a drunk bitch every week, so that's <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready for this sure. question? Okay. Sure. Let's go. Okay, ready? My friend Sally... Got married last month to Jim. At her bachelorette party, it came out that Sally's cousin, the maid of honor, had been sleeping with Jim regularly. Sally decided to have the wedding and get married to him. But she uninvited her cousin, and I stepped in to be the maid of honor at the wedding. After Sally and Jim got back from their honeymoon, Sally's cousin came forward and told them that she was pregnant with Jim's baby. Oh, shit. Sorry, I dropped my iPad. Uh, (laughs) Sally came to me all upset, 
She told me she was struggling to forgive him and move on after the wedding and the news and that she hasn't been able to be intimate with him at all. The baby is the last straw and she doesn't know what to do. What should I tell her? Signed, Kissing Cousins. Well, first of all, you should go back in time and not marry him. I mean, your friend should not marry him. Okay. And so we'll get... (laughs) Um, the Enterprise on that, and they'll zoom around uh, yeah. the sun enough time so that they can Perfect. go back in time and help her with that. Yeah, um, I mean... Or a flux capacitor. You, That's easier. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, if it comes out at your bachelorette party that your fiancé has been sleeping with your fucking cousin, you cut both of those people out of your life, and you move on, and you become happy. You well, don't I, marry them. I, I, I feel like we need some sort of graph to kind of demonstrate the relationships here. So we got Sally, who's the friend, who's got a cousin, right? And the cousin yes. slept with Sally's boyfriend, fiance, fiance. right? Yes. Okay. And now the Sally's cousin is. So let's call her. Let's call her Susie. The cousin Susie. is Susie. Great. Susie is knocked up by yep. Sally's now husband. Yep. Well, that sucks. It's just, it's just kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, even worse. really is, sucky. I even it's, worse is it's not anyone directly involved in this that's writing in. It's a friend of the bride. Yeah. Saying, well, okay, how should so I the, help my friend? And so that's what's the hard advice we give, we, we give her is... There's nothing you can do to help her. You just be there. You have you to be listen. a sounding board. Yeah, you can just listen to her. That's really she, it. She, Sally got herself in this. Jim got him, himself in this. Sally's cousin Susan, Susie, got herself in this. They need to like, fit, they need like to work you their shit a, out. Just, just be there and listen to her. That's all you got to do. That's all you, you don't want to. You don't want to be involved in this. Any oh, no. more than Stay. you already is. Also, already never is. hang out. Already with, are. Never hang out with Jim by yourself ever. Just don't. Stay and definitely don't him. drink around him. He sounds like no. a loon. He sounds like a creeper. Yeah. And um, and I I also like like I feel like this goes into a couple different things where there's like family and but there's also that you know like a lot of times when when. Pe- people get cheated on they blame the person their partner was cheating on them with but not Uh, their partner or they blame themselves like it's everybody else's problem fault but the partner yeah yeah Yeah. but he Mm -hmm. made that choice yeah i mean one would hope he could just i mean obviously not because the wedding Mm -hmm. is passed and they did it i think it's an i think it's been a short enough period of time that she can probably get an annulment right totally just just thinking that like like just just erase it just erase it like not worth it he can just go hang out with your the trashy ex-husband can go hang out with the trashy cousin like i don't know what else to say like they both sound like awful people like i don't want to like like i don't want to like i was just saying people frequently blame the part the the partner's partner and it's not necessarily their fault but there also is that like I'm not going to get involved with a married man aspect, or especially when it's your cousin. Like, yeah. a cousin that you're close enough that you were going to be, a, yeah. like, in their wedding party. I had cousins that weren't, my, my female cousins weren't in my wedding party. Like, like so, like, just because you're related doesn't mean you're necessarily, like, that close that they're going to be your bridesmaids. But this person was their maid of honor. Like, that's... Like, that's your sister and best friend category, and your cousin who you classify as a sister or best friend was sleeping with your fiancé? They both yeah. suck! <laughs> I want to take this moment to tell you that since I was in your wedding party, yeah. I did not sleep with your partner. Mm. Just so you know. Thank you. Thank you. Not, really, not I, one moment did we make googly eyes at each other. There wasn't a second <laughs> where we even thought about sleeping with each other. Even though awesome. he, he he has read Ulysses. Yes. And that is hot. But I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not have a thought about sleeping with your partner. So. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. I mean, I just like. You I know, I did it for you. I did it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a just a general like 
just a general normal level of respect for people is to not lust after their fiancés and husbands enough to bang them before the wedding takes place and then tell somebody during the bachelorette party. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of annoyed with Sally that she doesn't have enough gumption or enough self-esteem, I guess is a better word, to, like, she doesn't deserve this. She deserves she someone who's committed to her if that's what she wants. If she wants yeah. to be in an open relationship where her spouse that's goes and fine. knocks up any random cousin. If How many cousins does she have? I'd be worried about right. that. Like, just do right. it. No, but if yeah, it's, then she's everyone's all on board. <laughs> but she's allowed to not be happy about this. She doesn't have to forgive him. She can move no. on. She can move on. She can divorce his ass she can annul his ass i don't know what the right the right verb for that is but um she can take (laughs) she can take him to therapy she can never speak to him again she can like there are so many things that she can do but she doesn't have to she doesn't have to put up with it and she doesn't have to sleep with him either she hasn't yet she said she said she was having a hard time sleeping with him which i mean well a hard time sleeping with him kind of yeah i mean she's kind of lazy about it but <laughs> it says she hasn't been intimate with him is oh, what okay, it okay. Said. yeah yeah okay but <laughs> i want her to smack her upside the head and say it's okay to be mad about this i don't want to feel i don't want to say i feel sorry for her because i know people like don't want pity but that's not what i mean when i'm saying it but i just i just want her to be able to find who she is and her strength to stand up for herself and say, this isn't okay and this isn't the life I want. And kick his ass to the curb. Like, yeah. yeah. Sally needs therapy. Uh-huh. And she needs to take care of herself. And that's kind of yes. what the letter writer needs to go. And just be a sounding board. Because okay. she does but not want to get mixed up with that. what should you do as... Yeah. And as the letter writer, what should they do? Because it's, it's a friend of hers... Who the girl has been coming to for advice. Yeah. Uh, just listen and support. And, and encourage. And, uh, and but encourage gently. Yeah, encourage counseling. And yeah. um, encourage things gently because you'd never want to be that person that was like trying to be supportive and talking shit about how awful the partner is, even if they are, just for them to get back together and then her be mad at you because you talked shit, even if it was true, you want to be able to be there for her no matter what. So just let her know. And you can also set boundaries if you can't talk about it anymore. If you're tired of hearing about it and she's not taking your advice, you can just say, you know what? I'm sorry, I'm actually not equipped to help you with this problem. Um, I would suggest you talk to a counselor or something like that, but I'm here to support you and I always love you, but I cannot keep listening and rehashing this with you and giving you advice that isn't getting taken. Okay. So, yeah. So, boundaries, therapy, and stay out of it as much as possible. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insanity. Okay. Okay, question two. It's you. Go. Oh, uh, what to do with life when you have nothing? I'm a stay-at-home mom with two little ones under the age of two. Caring for them consumes my life. I have no love life, no social life, no money, no time, no happiness. I can't go to therapy because I don't have the time or the money for it. I don't have any privacy or time to myself. Even when I go to the bathroom, I have the op- the door open or am literally holding a baby while I pee. Only thing keeping me alive is the guilt of leaving my babies without a mom. I love them more than anything in this world, but I don't know how long I can keep this up. And my babies deserve more from their mom. I don't have anyone I can talk to about this, and I don't know what to do. Signed, Baby Maker. Oh, boy. So here's the two things that stick out to me. It's what to do with life when I have nothing, and what's the other one? The only thing keeping me alive is the guilt of leaving my babies without a mom. So... one thing to consider is that you don't have nothing. That's a double negative, which means you have something. Um, 
what to do in, with life when you have nothing. It's, God, there's a lot of depression kind of seeping from this letter. Like there's, right. there's, there's a lot of darkness. She, he or she, no, she um, doesn't feel like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a she. She doesn't. She's a stay-at-home she mom. She feels so. like she has nothing and that she has no life and that she has no identity that's herself. And so there's, it, it's, and she can't, she can't afford therapy, which would be the first thing I would offer. But not for me, but for her to go to therapy, not for right, me to right. give her therapy. But it's the little things, like the two things is that to understand, to reframe, is that you don't have nothing. You have children that, as you all also admit, um, is the only reason keeping you alive. Now, that's, I mean, that's something to to kind of embrace, that, that the babies need you and you are a mom. And so that is something to take pride in and and embrace um and then from there i think you can kind of kind of build up around there now it's part of it is like establishing your identity separate from your babies you are a person you are not just a baby maker a mom you're not just yeah you're not just a mom you're not just someone that's popping out babies Uh you have more to you than that I would encourage you, maybe, I don't know, to, is to reach out to other mother groups, but those can be kind of judgmental. So, true. So, what kind of. Or at least groups, from what I understand. Yeah. yeah uh, hopefully, you um, breastfed them because you're never going to get out alive if you didn't, apparently. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, no, no. In the mommy groups, yes. In the but mommy groups. The studies the studies that show that breastfeeding is the best actually don't take a lot of other things into account. And when they show do those studies about like siblings that were raised in the same type of environment, there's the benefits of breastfeeding is negligible. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no. No, do, uh, fat is do best. what works best for you. Yeah, fat is, fat yeah, is fat best. Is, I absolutely fat is agree. Best. I love and that. I was, I I was that. pointing. Fat is best. And I, <laughs> I, I, I recently had a friend who had a baby, and she got a lot of gump for it for um not yeah no as long as your baby time. is is yeah. eating <clears throat> and like who gives a shit how they're eating as long as you're keeping them healthy. And I, I have to tell you, I wasn't breastfed, and here I am doing a podcast drunk. So. Like the sky's the limit, man. Role models. (laughs) So, um, so kind of feeding off what you were saying here, or what you were saying is, um, I don't even think you necessarily need to talk to a therapist. I think you need to talk to your doctor. I think you need to go to your OBGYN or whoever helped you when you were birthing your baby and you had your birthing plan and all that, and we're going to because this honestly sounds like postpartum. um, Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, and here's the thing. Postpartum isn't a thing that happens from what I understand. Not speaking from experience, but... Because like, we're two people not, who uh, have not had babies, and so we know everything about yes, having yeah, babies. We have not had babies. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But yeah. um, postpartum isn't necessarily, like, the instant you give birth. It isn't something that goes away after two months. It can be a long-lasting thing that can also happen long after you give birth you have two babies under the age of two that's a lot that's a fucking lot so i would talk to your um the next time you go in to see your pediatrician for the baby make an checkup. appointment yes yeah make an appointment with your pediatrician and um tell them that you're having a hard time and they can help you with that there might be a medication you can take that will help you feel a little bit more hopeful um and make this this period easier for you because because from what i understand postpartum is really fucking hard and it's a totally different type of depression than you get like like regular like i don't i don't want to say regular or normal because it's not but like it has a trigger that happened and on top of worrying about yourself you're now worrying about your children and it makes it more difficult and harder to understand and navigate and it's not your fault i also want to say that you're a stay-at-home mom 
There's not a lot of information here about the rest of your life. You say you don't have a love life, but I don't know if that means you don't have a partner. I feel like they probably do have a partner of some sense of the word um, since they're able to be a stay-at-home parent. So uh, there's a uh, yeah, how are they doing girlfriend that? or a wife or a husband or it doesn't matter. Um, I, I think you need to talk to your partner about how you are struggling and having a hard time. I mean, if you're not comfortable going in as much depth as you were here anonymously, I, I get that. But you can say, I'm having a hard time right now and I need some help. And just give some aspects of what you need. Do you need to be able to go to a movie? Like, go to, buy, to a movie by yourself and just get away from babies and children touching you all the time being touched out as a thing so like maybe maybe on a sunday you need you need to be like hey i need you to watch the kids and i need to get out of the house for a little bit so like that's an incredibly reasonable ask from somebody and and maybe even if you can't do something like that or and you can't get a babysitter maybe getting like um a mother's helper sort of thing where you have someone come in probably younger i, I think i was a mother's helper at like 10 or 12 um you can bring in like a neighborhood kid so you'll be at home but they'll be watching the kids so you have a little bit of time for yourself so you can go and like take a bubble bath or anything else that really like you know is like a self-care thing that really appeals to you but you have someone there watching the kids so you can do that but you're still there it's not nearly as expensive as a full-blown babysitter because you're in the house they're younger and getting that babysitting experience and if anything happens you're right there but you still get to take a little bit of time for yourself because I, I think that's something you really need and then eventually you can segue into a night out with some girlfriends or a meetup or something like that to meet other people to help you to help fulfill that like social aspect you need. Yeah. I think it, you made an important point about, well, you made lots of important points, but the postpartum <laughs> is significant. I mean, the, a big trigger is having a baby, right? Or being in the middle of, of making babies, but it's, it's, you can be inside of it and not realize how deep you are until somebody from the outside says, hey, there's something hormonal or something going on. Yeah. You need a medication, and that's what postpartum needs. You're not going to bring yeah. yourself out of this with more exercise. Like, you need to re re align things in your body and that's gonna maybe take medication and that's where a doctor's gonna come into play and, right and people right. are are recognized postpartum it's more recognizable and there's more treatments and you'll walk you might walk into the doctor's room and they'll look take one look at you and say oh okay let's have a conversation yeah for sure and i also think that's something that is is better now than it used to be. Oh, absolutely. Like even in the last 5 to 10 years where parents are just like parents are, there's like so many mommy bloggers out there and there is the like judgmental mommy blogger set like we talked about earlier, but there's also the ones that are more honest where they're just like this fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Like like mm -hmm. aspects of this are awful. Like before I think that a lot of times people just talked about like the joy and beautifulness of having a baby. But it's hard and people didn't talk about that. So I think people were some were blindsided by it cuz they really just expected only the positives and none of the like difficulties. But people are a lot more open about it now, um which I think is better and mm -hmm. healthier for society to know that, you know, it's yeah. not all sunshines and fucking rainbows. It's hard as shit. Yeah, don't fuck rainbows. You'll never reach them. Did you <laughs> say don't fuck rainbows? Yeah, don't fuck rainbows. You'll never reach them. <laughs> You'll just keep chasing them. Like, you just, you just can't capture them to get on them and do your thing. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't Sorry. go fucking rainbows. Yes! <laughs> So that's where we're at with with with, with um, letter writer baby maker. Cause yes, talk yeah. to your pediatrician. Get pediatrician. There's something chemical that depression. might be going on, and then there's nothing wrong with having a medication. 
Just because your brain is just like, I don't want to make this one right now, mm-hmm. then you can supplement the shit out of that. Do what you need. Yeah. Shit Do supplement you- that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, before we start, <laughs> question set. Thank you, letter writer. Bye, by the way. Um, Thank you. Good luck. Before we set question seven, I need to fill my drink. Okay. Did you drink that already? <laughs> oh, God. I'm, ca- I'm coming back. Are you back? Are you back? Are you back? Are you back? Yeah, I'm, I'm back Are you now. back? I'm back now. Yes. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> cool. I didn't even wait okay. for you to say, okay, Jennifer, go, go ahead. I just went. What? I'm excited about question about the next question. I know. I love this question. <laughs> I just had to insert it because it was so lighthearted and fun. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's not about your identity. It's not about getting counseling. No. It's so great. It's so great. And I knew we would both love it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ready? Are you ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I need to know about cats? <laughs> not the musical just, no the feline not the musical mm-hmm. have you seen the movie yet i haven't is it no, available on demand seen. i'm gonna get like stoned or drunk as shit and watch it one of these days <laughs> she lives My in colorado friends, folks that's yeah she lives in colorado she can get well you I live, live in, in michigan. michigan you can do that too yeah. so hey it's, it's not it's readily available yet <laughs> Uh, isn't it oh do they wait did they close yours down because probably in denver oh so in denver when they did the stay at home order they were like only essential businesses are allowed to be open and then they were like liquor stores are not essential and <laughs> uh and general dispensaries are not essential only medical ones and they reversed that decision in fucking two hours because <laughs> yeah. people People flooded the liquor stores and the dispensaries. There there are pictures of people with shopping carts just overflowing with booze and beer. And I was like, I get you. I get you, sister. I understand where you're coming from right now. Like, Okay, whatever. Okay. Keep going. Just give me the question. Question. Okay. Okay. What do I need to know about cats? We have a neighborhood cat that seems to have adopted us, and after taking some time to try to find out if she has an owner, we've decided to adopt her in return. However, I am a total novice when it comes to cat care. We know she is a younger female, and I am calling the vet as soon as possible to schedule an exam, testing for illnesses, and a spay. I'm also going to the store for food, a litter box, etc., but I'm a bit lost past this. What sorts of food are good? How do we convince the kitty to use a litter box? Any pitfalls or things to watch for? Signed, Catch, Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> Woo, I did it. <laughs> you did do it. I would like I to start excited. out with to congratulate them on their new cat overlord. I love it. Yeah. I'm just so excited that they now have somebody in charge of their lives. And that yes, is a cat. cats yes. are the best. Mm-hmm. I say that as a two-dog owner, no cats, because my husband will not let me get a cat. But Jen, is he allergic? He has to have a reason. Um, he's better. He better be allergic. He's not allergic. He's um, He just feels like we already have enough animals in our small household, which is not incorrect. And there have been <laughs> multiple times since we've moved here that I have worn him down and he said I could get a cat. Usually it's because we're a mountain house and we have a mouse problem. So every once in a while the mouse problem gets really bad. And I'm like, we need a cat. And he'll go, okay, fine. And then the, the secret I have learned since the last time, are you writing something? Sorry, sorry. Let me stop. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I could just, just hear it because your microphone is so I'm good. doodling. I was doing what I do in meetings. No, no, it's fine. Please doodle. But I was just like, what's going on? But um, but I the second he says, fine, we can get a cat, I need to leave the house. I need to jump in my car and to drive to a shelter and pick out a fucking cat and bring it home. Because I can't, the next day he'll be like, no, we can't get one. So I missed my short window of opportunity. But we are about 90% certain that a cat has taken up residence in the crawl space underneath our house and is eating all of our mice. And man, she's the fucking best. I love her. I don't know her. I've never met this cat. My dog 
cornered her once underneath the house and I was afraid to turn the light on because I thought it was going to be a rabid raccoon that was going to eat my face. So I just pulled him away and was scared of it. But I'm pretty certain it's a cat and that she's eating all of the mice. And my cats are the best. Cats are the best. <laughs> I have a cat yes. named Miles Davis and he is a cool cat. That's why his name is Miles Davis. And he loves my dog and they love each other and they sleep next to each other when it's cold. It's adorable. So, some of these specific questions here. Um, how do we convince the kitty to use a litter box? Easy. I don't know. Do you put the cat in the litter box the second you bring it in the house and you just drop her in the litter box, right? Like That's, that's how exactly you it. it. You just drop her in the that's litter box. The cat has a tendency to just to go pee in dirt. So, okay. that works. Especially if it's a female cat, they're not going to, like, male cats spray. Spray. In order yeah. to um, claim their their area, a female cat isn't going to likely spray. And so, for the most part, unless the cat is sick, they'll pay attention to the kitty litter box. So, you just put them that's in the kitty true. litter box. They know where it's at. The, and that's where they go to the bathroom. Because they want to like, pee in dirt. Right. And, like, like the second you bring them, the first time you, like... I mean, you might not be able to do it the first time you bring them into your house since this cat has adopted you and maybe has been into your house. But literally, like, the moment you're like, this is our cat, we're bringing her in, you don't, like, just bring her in. You have the litter, litter box set up, and you just put her in the litter box, and then she can explore from there. But then she, like, learns where it is and where everything is, else is in association to where that litter box is. That's what my parents always did. I had cats growing up. We don't know, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, but, like, we had cats, and that was always what my parents said was that you just, the second you bring them in the house, you just drop them in the litter box, and yep, that's that it. way they know where it is. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. But like Jennifer said, if it starts, especially if it regularly uses the litter box and then all of a sudden starts peeing other places or pooping other places there's a couple things that could cause that one is that you're not cleaning that litter box enough cats are finicky creatures they like a clean litter box so you need to clean it like every other every day every other day something like that you can even get those cool electric ones that will clean it the second it gets out primo beautiful thing do it but if if there's a lot of poop in the litter box it's going to start going to the bathroom other places if the litter box is clean and it's still going to the bathroom other places you need to talk to your vet because it could be a sign of like a kidney infection or something else wrong like that yeah but it's probably normally a they, infection yeah but normally they will go to the bathroom in the litter box and if they're not they are not doing that there's something wrong with it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you need to talk to a vet yeah not like it's a defective cat but you need to go and get medicine kind of thing wrong yeah. with it yep 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 cool yep. um food what do you think about food how are you on your feeding are you, are you like do you just get what you can get at the grocery store like i mean there's a lot of probably fairly good foods at the grocery store my yeah. cat eats about anything he's not at all mm -hmm. finicky so he's excited to get a a small spoonful of whatever wet food and mm -hmm. dry food throughout the day different cats have different issues and so That's you might true. have an overeater so you might have to regulate how much food they have yeah um i've never had any issues with overeating except for myself um so i just leave food out all day long and they nibble along when they want to but um yeah it, you don't have to spend a billion dollars on cat food just you can go with standard cat food or whatever the cat will f and eat whatever they'll eat that's is perfectly that's fine and when they get hungry they'll eat so even if they're not eating whatever food you put in front of their face when they get hungry they will eat so for sure don't worry about it i i had an aunt and uncle that had a lot of cats that they loved they would feed them a lot of uh, they always had dry food out, but every day they would give them like a specific time. They give them wet food. That works for you. Awesome. Uh, I know some people that have cats that give them tuna every day. Huh, those are spoiled cats, but if that works for you. Awesome. They love it. Also, when you drain a tuna can, like if you're going to make a tuna sandwich for yourself, give them the drainings. They love that shit. But um, it also calls for that whenever you pull out. Whenever you have to like pull the tin up on a, a can, a can, or whenever yep. you pull out that machine that allows you to open cans, you will get their yeah. attention. Oh, they know. They're like, yeah. "Fuck yeah, it's our turn!" Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then they will try to trip you so that you spill all the contents of the can <laughs> onto the floor. 
And if you die before they do, they will eat you. But yeah, they will. That's true. But it's only because they need to be fed. And it's it's really and, all about nature. Okay, I, I read this in a book once, and it was like, cats, dogs are like, this is my person, and I'll never... They're my person. I won't eat them unless I am starving to death. And but cats are like, this is their body, but the person is gone. This is super like assigning thoughts to cats that we do not know if they have. Oh, we don't necessarily know. Know, know about oh, our yeah, souls. Yeah. They know about our uh, yeah. souls. That's but, why my cat um, tries to sleep on my face at night because he's afraid oh, my soul is going to gonna leave. Oh. Escape is, you and they're yeah, trying to keep yeah, it in yeah, your body for you. Oh, that's my, so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. One thing you might know this already, a lot of a lot of movies and things like that show like cream for cats. Dairy can make cats sick, so don't give them to that to them a no. lot, Mm-mm. you know, like it's not necessarily good for them. They really love tuna juice though. And uh, you already said you had a vet appointment. So just talk to your vet and see what they recommend. And then again, it really depends on your cat because they can be picky just like people can and they might really love something and hate something else and or like Jennifer said, like a lot of cats are really great for continual eating where you just leave like bowls of food out but some aren't some are overeaters so it's just something you have to learn with your cat is like what their preferences are and what <laughs> we can you, say so much things know. about cats <laughs> we can talk on and on about cats uh one thing <laughs> one thing about cats and which is whenever there's a story about cats this is c- continuously repeated is that cats are obligate carnivores have you heard that word before? Yeah. Obligate carnivores. Yeah. So um, that no, means they. Oh, you haven't. Yes. That means they need nope. protein. They need oh, yes. meat. Yeah. Don't feed them a vegan diet. Jesus. Right. Cats can't deal with a vegan. They're obligate. They're obligated to be carnivores. I think that's what that means. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's what obligate means. But um, obligate. So if there's ever like a comment section on this, I mentioned the word obligate. So they're obligate carnivores. Oh, obli- they need meat. Oh, wait, no. They are hunters. They are cats. They will eat hey, your okay. face if you die. They will because they know your soul is gone and you're not you anymore. Yeah. And by the way, I Googled um, cats obligate. are i googled cats are and it had cats are evil on there so evil yeah, yeah i'm yeah, sure yeah, that's yeah, one that of was one of the right. choices um i distinctly remember my cat charlotte just looking at me like just sitting there staring at me and i was like she's thinking about how much she hates me for keeping her subjugated like this and how she wants to fucking kill me the next time she has the option yeah and she would have she would have taken you out if she could she would have uh-huh. Obligate, restic- restricted to a particular function or mode of life. Obligate. So they can't help it. Yeah, yep. that's what okay. obligate yep, 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 means. Yep, yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. I wasn't mm-hmm. wrong. Okay, well, we're done um, talking about our cats. Okay. <sighs> All right, question number eight. Oh, I was pissed about this one. This is why I included it, because I was pissed about it. This guy sounds like a dick. Not sure. Not to prejudge or set somebody up for viewing him this way, but he's a dick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I lost the question. Sorry, I almost dropped I almost dropped my iPad because I was trying to move and I caught it just like so narrowly that it made me do that weird ass laugh that I just did. Mm. Is it the, your fancy no. new iPod <laughs> that I also got that you got after I got because you wanted you Yeah, you, you convinced me, me to get a new one. Um, you know what? Let me fill up my drink one more time. Again? Look at you. What do you mean again? It's been like an hour. Jen, you did it the last question before the cat question. You filled up your drink. Did I? No, 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 no. I'm not saying we didn't. Yeah, you did. But I I mean, (laughs) we talked about that for a long time, but it certainly wasn't an hour. Okay, whatever. Okay, fine. Okay, question eight. (sighs) Four for this episode. Four. Hey guys, Sorry, question we record, four. Our, our general goal is to record two episodes at once so we don't have to get hammered every other weekend. But right well, now, we're recording when we can. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go. So I'm a 29-year-old female, and my fiancé is 33-year-old male. 
and says I need to work jobs that are intellectually demanding. We've been together for two years. My fiance is very kind, supportive, loving person who is generally easygoing and pleasant. He is not dominating or demanding. In fact, I'm the one who has more of a tendency to get bossy. Oh, I've had high levels of anxiety my whole life and have spent some years on antidepressants um, and have handled my anxiety naturally by living a balanced life, naturally, by living a balanced lifestyle, which to me meant living, having stress, uh, uh, having, not having, a, not, sorry, yeah, yes, which okay. to me meant not having a stressful job, working less than 48 hours a, 40 hours a week, exercising regularly, eating well, and having a creative outlet. Um, and then recently, my panic attacks have returned, and my OCD is raging. We moved in together 10 months into a relationship and a month after that I started grad school and at that point I had moved to a new city started working a full-time school had a grad school homework plus an hour commute each day and I cooked all of our meals I stopped teaching yoga squeezed and exercise when I could stopped writing that sounds very stressful I hated everything I was learning and kept realizing that I didn't want to be a teacher she was going to school for teaching she wants to be a nanny, because I love, because she loves babies and toddlers. She cried every day, and then about once a week for the next six months. Panic attacks were also frequent. She started obsessing about her health and body, and general gist is that she said she just wants to be a nanny, and her boyfriend said that's not a good enough job, right? Like, isn't that really, really the whole thing? He's like, he wanted her to build her resume. She couldn't just be a nanny. She needed to have professional jobs. And this didn't cut it, right? Yeah. So that's it. That's it. I'm going to read her last paragraph. So I don't know what to do. I don't want him to think I'm a slacker, loser, lazy person who can't contribute to the family. And I don't want to keep doing jobs that make me feel sick or stressed. Am I being selfish and unrealistic? Am I a lazy loser? Will I always have to compromise and feel physically ill in order to have a him, a house, a family, a children? I feel like what I do to contribute or... What I do contribute or I am good at cooking every meal from scratch, cleaning, doing most errands, being a creative thinker, writer, being a caretaker, homework, homemaker is not valued. I understand he wants me to be prepared for the worst case scenario, but I just don't feel like it's worth all the stress. I feel like I'm trying to be someone I'm not. And there it is right in that last sentence. I feel like I'm trying to be someone I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do want to say there are certain things in here that I think that um, if we're going to talk about like toxic perspectives, I think he has a lot of that, but I think she does too. Like when she said things like, um, I, I handle my anxiety naturally by living a balanced lifestyle, which to me, me means not having a stressful job, working less than 40 hours a week, exercising regularly, eating well, and having a creative outlet. I don't think those are necessarily wrong things, but most full-time jobs are 40 hours a week. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think like you need to learn how to manage that. But I also... There's a lot of judgment I, I, in those lines. There's a lot of judgment yeah, throughout this whole thing. She, there's, there is. And one is good and one is and not. Hers is against bad. them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in this situation is being kind of judgmental. That's exactly what I was looking for. Thank you for using those words because that's what it is. Like, like she's like, I think to be the most healthy, I can't do what most adults generally have to do to earn a living. It's a 40-hour work week, and sometimes it's stressful. Like, like, doesn't matter what type of job you have. There are moments that's going to be stressful. You can't get around it. Even mm-hmm. being a nanny all the time is going to have stressful times. Like, <laughs> yeah, she might find she doesn't she... like it at all. <laughs> right. So I, I think that she, um, I think that she has these ideas and he has these ideas and they're about what they want their lives to be and contain that aren't necessarily 
like lockstep to each other, which is fine. But I think you need to be able to talk about it with each other. And that's what I worry about here. I think that they both have these ideas of what they need out of their partner and out of their lives. And they're not willing to talk and listen and compromise with each other here. Yeah. Communication. But I also think he's kind of a dick. (laughs) I'm not, like I said at the beginning, but he's kind of being a dick, but she also is too. Like you need to be able to listen to what he thinks he needs out of his partner because it's, if you're going to be in a healthy relationship, you need to support each other. And so if he needs something out of a partner and you're not able to provide that, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not being able to fulfill what they need. It just means that you're not the right partner for this point of their lives. And and that's hard to think about sometimes. I get it. And if you love this person, you want to make it work, that's wonderful. But it's not necessarily always the way it can be. I'm not saying this relationship can't work. I'm saying it needs communication and it needs compromise for both of you to meet each other. But also, neither of you should be a dick. <laughs> uh, I have an opinion about something. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they are trying to define what normal is. Everybody, every character in this letter are trying to define what normal is. And to live by that paradigm 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 (laughs) (laughs) is to set yourself up to failure there's no such thing as normal there's normal there's you there's what brings joy to your life and understanding how that joy fulfills you um it's helpful in connecting with other people it's just yeah it's just for sure it, the, there's keep, there's language throughout this letter about what is normal and what is aspirational and what should be what life should be and there's there's no such thing there's no such thing as normal and what life should be and also but at the same time i think that everyone and what they're striving for is normal like there's nothing really unnormal Innormal? What's the right word? Ab. Ab. Abnormal. Ab. (laughs) It's the ab. There's nothing abnormal about this question um, because everyone has to. I I just want to say I like a man with six abnormals. So I think he's being a dick, but I think there's a lot of judgmental language coming from the letter writer here as well about what she wants her life to be, which seems like. No, that's me. I feel. Like, I feel like she's judging her own life. I feel like I do. The negative judgments I, are about her own needs. I think so too, but I also think that she's judging her fiance for what he wants for his partner as well, which is not fair. Which I would kind I of. Feel, I, I don't know. I kind of judge him. She wa- He wants him to. She wants her to fit into a box, and she doesn't fit into that box. And I agree with it, that. And so I think he I needs think to be more both, open too. They both don't understand how the world works. Um, not to be too I hard. I want to say that I thought they were very young, but then I remembered that she said she's 29 and he's 33. So I feel like they should have hopefully grown a little bit beyond that aspect. Yeah, no, it doesn't really matter how old you are. You can still be yeah. completely I mean, clueless about how individuality works and how the world works. It's just... It's true. <laughs> and and still have weird aspirations. Like, this is not how the world works. We just want to survive. <laughs> we want to be healthy. Really we just want to survive. That's it. That's all we got. We're not all going to be famous actors. We're not oh, all going to live up to this pseudo potential that we're all supposed to live up to. I mean, so not this- everybody's going to be able to do a drunken podcast like you and me, Kimberly. Exactly. And you know what? This doesn't pay our bills. We have real jobs. We so- do. And hopefully we don't get <laughs> but- fired from them fingers crossed that's why we took our last names off of this (laughs) anyway (laughs) um so i also kind of feel like like she is coming from this point of view that there's nothing wrong with this point of view but i disagree with it uh personally and i i think it's really prevalent in um my generation as a, a millennial which is um I I feel like we're doing a disservice to people talking about your job should be crazy fulfilling 
and you live to work and it feeds your soul because I don't think that's what a job really is. And I think that's something that has only occurred in the last 50 or less years, that idealization of it. Because to me, um, uh, what's the term? It's like, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life or something like that. Yeah, that's gross. That's not true. And it's not true every single day. Even if you 100% love what you do and it doesn't feel like a job, some days it's going to feel like a fucking job. So (laughs) there is nothing wrong with working a job that pays you so that on your free time you can pursue what feeds your soul. I don't have a problem with those two being two things being separate and I feel like we do a disservice to ourselves when we expect that 100% of the time anyway. <laughs> Kimberly, I feel like you've got something to say about this. I don't I don't know. I'm mad about <laughs> it. I'm fucking mad about it, okay? I, I, I do feel I like I'm still part of like I'm on the edge of your generation and generation X. And I I do feel like you guys were told that uh, you just have to. You just have to follow your passion, and everything will fall into place. It's not real, and so you guys are set up for failure. And it's um, not a real thing. Yeah, I was told that I, I just need a job where I get um, uh, health benefits. <laughs> that was yes, my aim. Jesus, that's <laughs> it's it. a job with health benefits. <laughs> anyway, I need to get a, one more drink and pee one more time before we get what? to the extras. <laughs> I haven't, I did not fill before, I did not fill up on the last one. I did not fill up on the last question. Okay, sure. You said you were going to. Yeah, did you hear me leave? You can re-listen to this and not hear me leave. I heard you, I heard you under your belt buckle, apparently. Yeah, that was before that. It was a pee before that. (laughs) I am not that drunk. I can keep a chronological order of my urinations. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Remember that one time when you accused me of trying to try to take over the whole podcast because I didn't have to pee as much as you? <laughs> I do not remember, which is even better. <laughs> I do not remember that. That was our very first recording session where we were fucking hammered. <laughs> that's we have a good one. That's a good line. Approach. That's that's a good yes. That's a good line. It was line, so though. good. It was so good. It was so. Like, it's okay. a conspiracy because you don't have to pee as much as I do. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll top my drink off while you do yours. Okay. Great. Go. Break. Are you ready? Ready. Is this where I just stay okay. silent and you do your thing? Oh, no. You can you can chime in as long as... <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. The best thing about this program is that... Um, even if we record each other, they're recorded separately. So the very first time when we were super hammered, I was like, I kept texting you like, be quiet while I was trying to do the closer. And then you kept saying things like, I'm not going to be quiet. (laughs) And it didn't didn't even matter because I could have just mute. It was recorded on two separate things. So I could just delete, like, just delete yours and it wouldn't have mattered. (laughs) I will not be silent. (laughs) You did you did. You kept saying things like, I'm not going to be quiet. <laughs> you, have a, you have a stronger bladder than I do. I will not be silenced. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think that, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, perfect. I don't know how to do a closer. How do you do a closer? Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Didn't we already do this once? No, we have to, we, we did, but we have to do one every episode. <laughs> Okay, how do we close? Hi, this is Jennifer. <laughs> and this is Kim. Thank you so much for listening to inebriatedinput.com. Oh, no, just inebriatedinput. But you can find us at inebriatedinput.com. You can support us on Patreon. We've got a bunch of cool swag and stuff like that that we give out as a thank you. Uh, we got some coasters. We got some stickers. Jennifer's mad at me because she hasn't seen either of these yet. I swear to God, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send them to you soon. I promise. A photo is not Uh, enough. I promise. Um, You can also, of course, always email us your questions at inebriatedinput at gmail dot com. You can submit them on our website too. Whatever is better for you. Please send us questions so we can stop stealing them from the internet. <laughs> also, we're lonely. 
It's I'm more lonely than Kimberly is because I'm very competitive about it. Well, fair. Fair. Yes. I live with my husband, but I need other people than him. He, who's read Ulysses? My ex- Your husband who's read Ulysses. And that's he just. has. <laughs> but I need more than one person to feed my extroverted soul. So please email us questions. Send them to us on our website. Like us, us on Facebook on and Instagram, Facebook. too. Yes. And, and we sort of have a Twitter that sometimes we remember to update, but not very frequently. It's more Instagram and oh. Facebook, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. We love you. Yeah, uh, I kind of love you. We're, we're good. Yeah. We're, it's, I it's love a platonic you. Love. She kind of loves you. But yeah. together, we are Kimberly's deep rooted input. Fuck you, I'm flipping <laughs> off the microphone right now. <laughs> Before we go, here's a little bit from our monthly mini-sode. I couldn't, I'll listen to but, you be um, practical. Wear headphones. Thanks. Yeah, no, so, like, for for you, it might be having headphones in. And like, obvious ones. Not, like, those tiny little, like, Apple iPod ones that you can't see. You need big no, ones. Wear you need big, Big-ass headphones yeah. that are, like... I am not listening to you, and I can't hear and you. And then right nod now. your head every once in a while, like you're listening to punk rock. Yes. What? Like, like, I've got the rhythm of this. You can access the full minisode and a lot of other cool stuff by sponsoring us on Patreon. Find more info at inebriatedinput.com. You can also send your questions to inebriated.input@gmail.com at gmail.com for a chance to listen to our drunk ass advice. <laughs>